You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by the 2K to my 18, the editor of the Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? All right, Nick. So, NBA 2K18, your first game since you opened the game, your first like play, play now game, what two teams did you play and what – well – we know what team you are, but anyway, what two teams was it? I I got a Nintendo Switch today. Uh, I was surprised by my wife. It was awesome. She's great, uh, and she got me two K with Kyrie on the, with the Celtics jersey on the front. Uh, and so I open it. I have not played. I have not had a game system since GameCube and PS Two. Like I just haven't. I, I think that was two Playstations ago, right? Like. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't. I'm an Xbox guy, so I don't know the PlayStation. And uh, there's a four. I think there's maybe a four something else. But I just am not a game person. But I really wanted, you know, to get into Nintendo Switch because I I like the portability of it. I think it's really cool. And uh, and so I've been talking about one, talking about one. Finally, she she got it, and we're driving home to Ohio on Friday. And so she wanted to give it to me before so I could, you know, figure it out and drive and play it on the way up. So I get two K. I open it up, haven't played in forever. Man, you guys that play 2K all the time, you know the controls are so complicated now. It is crazy. <laughs> I basically went from 2K, when's the last one? What's the last one I had? I want to say 9, 2K09 or 8. Okay. Man, that's like <laughs> 10 years that's ago. A while that's ago. like 10, 10 2Ks ago. <laughs> and, uh, so I pull it out. You can do like Euro steps now. You can do step throughs. You can do different kind of layups. You can do, you know, Two-handed, one-handed dunks. You can. I mean, it. It is. It is intricate. But to answer your question, the two teams that I picked first, I picked the Lakers to start with. Of course. Okay, we knew that. So, so he picks his team. So yeah. then he has to pick an opponent. And so, so does he? Does he go with like the Warriors? Does he go with like you know the Spurs? Somebody like really good, or does he go with somebody really bad? Just, just everyone know. I really am awful at two K right now. <laughs> I picked the Chicago Bulls, and when I turned it off, it was the end of the first quarter, and uh, it was nineteen to eight. So, and I was losing. The Lakers were winning, of course. No, they, no. I was I was not. But the first basket Miritich, of the, Miritich had eighteen of them. First basket of the game was a uh, Alonzo three from the right wing. So I just wanted to lay that out there. Oh my gosh! So at least you figured out Lonzo's shot. It's better than he can. And I'm gonna figure out a way to put Nerlens Noel into the rotation. <laughs> on the Lakers, no, <laughs> on the maps. It's, it's gonna be great. So, yeah. So that was my big. That was a big thing that happened today. It's great. I'm excited. Eventually, I'll be able to play online. So we'll be able to play online with some of you guys. Heck yeah! You can just stomp on everybody. Yeah, you know, you can just stomp on me. That's basically what would happen. <laughs> the cool thing about the Switch is that you can. I'm so intrigued by it that you can take it with you somewhere like you could take it to bed with you and that's really cool but you know it's happening tonight you could bring it to the Mavs games for when they're getting blown oh. out she got and me a carrying you, case too so I'm gonna have it she got me oh, this nice carrying case I can it, 
just oh it's over now it's over <laughs> like, Our, Nick, uh, where's nick we're in the locker room where's nick at <laughs> uh, he'll, you'll be texting me. i'm in the fourth quarter right i'm now, sitting in the it. corner i'm sitting in the corner i have the controller split and me and me and dennis are just like playing against each other <laughs> your dennis would kill me dennis would be would beat me so bad he plays all the time but yeah no that'd be hilarious all right, let's take a minute to talk about our friends at Draft. If you like Daily Fantasy, and I'm coming to love Daily Fantasy because, Isaac, in our Fantasy Football League, you demolished me. Isaac, would you like to tell our listeners the score of our Fantasy Football playoffs? It was pretty much a lot to a very little. So <laughs> I think you outscored me by 100 points. I think over 100 points, yeah. Oh, he's listen. Listen to him say over a hundred points. Let's say over because I think it was like one hundred and one. <laughs> it was a lot, and that's because throughout the whole season of fantasy, you know, you're playing football, you're playing basketball. Injuries happen. You get guys that go down. You get all this stuff. Daily fantasy is way better than that. You get to pick your lineups every single night, so you're following different guys. You get to actually the games that are going on you can watch and follow those guys so you're not just like trying to figure out what games you have to watch oh do i have to watch on a thursday do i have to watch on a sunday no you can just watch that night if you have time and you can be like all right i'm gonna follow these guys see who gets me the most points and you can get actual real money so come and join us on draft tonight download the app Anytime, just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. It's going to be called Locked On Mavs. You can join it. Follow me on there. It's going to be Locked On Nick. So just follow me, Locked On Nick, and then I will uh, either invite you or you will be in on a uh, the Locked On Mavs pool that we're going to do tonight. This is Wednesday, December 20th. So you can play right from your computer on Draft or you can play on your phone. It's good on your phone. It's pretty good on your computer, but uh, I think the app on the phone is a little better. And for a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft. We will do a $3 draft tonight. You can join it free when you make your first deposit. So just make a quick deposit. Then you get a free draft entry by using the promo code LOMAVS. Play a real money game tonight. The other night, I won 10 bucks. I just entered, used the promo code LOMAVS. I was able to get my free entry, and I just won 10 bucks, Just straight up because I picked Dwight Howard and he dominated. So use the promo code LOMAVS on your first deposit on draft. Play with us. Make sure you join quick, too, because last week I went to join, and it was already full. So <laughs> shout out to all of y'all that joined so quick yeah, uh, so you could up. get beat by Nick. So make sure you join this week so you can get beat by me. Yes, Isaac will be there. He's like Isaac Ice or something. What are you, Icy Isaac? Uh, something along those lines. <laughs> so join us on draft. So, all right. Well, let's get to some actual Mavericks news, huh? Let's. We actually have some stuff that happened, went down yesterday uh, on Tuesday. Something we had speculated about a lot, uh, and then another move that I thought was was a little questionable and then another move that I just thought was downright dirty. Okay. So which one do you want first? Do you want the one that we, we thought might happen? Do you want the one that I think is questionable or you want, do you want the one first that I think is downright dirty? Let's go with the downright. dirty. Let's get down and dirty. The Dallas Mavericks. They had a two way player named Antonius Cleveland that we have talked about a lot on this podcast because he is a young player. We are intrigued by young players. There is not a ton of those on the Mavericks roster. And so whenever there is one, we talk about them a lot. He goes into the game against the Suns. He hurts his ankle, comes out, not going to play the rest of the game. Looks like he's going to be out for a little while. The Dallas Mavericks cut ties with him because that's what you can do on a two-way. You can just cut him whenever you want, apparently, and that's sort of been the precedent, and we've seen that a lot. We've seen that with a, a couple guys in the NBA 
They're on these two-way deals. Teams use up their two-way you know, contract days. You know, We've been talking about how many days. They have 45 days they could spend up with the NBA club. So they spend up all their days, and then they just cut them for nothing, and then they can just add another guy. It's basically an extended 10-day contract. You said that a couple pods ago, I think. Uh, that's just downright dirty to do that to Antonius Cleveland. And I don't know all the, the details about it, but to me it just looks like, all right, well, he's injured. We can't use him anymore, so let's just get rid of him. To me, so, to me, my question is: What does that do with his health insurance? What does that do? Like, does he still get paid for the rest of that? Like, how does that work? Mavericks to me? are so Carlisle shit um, put some light to it at practice today. Okay, good. So he's gonna have surgery on his ankle, so he's gonna be out. And from Dallas right now, they want a body that can play. And uh, so, <laughs> what what's really intriguing to me though is what if he didn't get hurt? Like his 45 days, he didn't have 45 days first. And right. They, yeah, that's true. Know, we'll clarify that when we didn't, we wasn't for sure exactly what it was probably around 40 or something like that, but we're over 30 days, but <clears throat> surgery's coming. It's happening over the next day or so on his ankle. So that sucks for him. They wanted another body, uh, in, um, Cal Collinsworth, but, uh, the Mavericks are still they're You know, they're covering the surgery. They're doing all that that he's going to rehab with the Mavericks. Um, That's good. He, you know, he was placed on waivers, so he can technically be claimed by another team. Uh, but if he's not, which probably he won't, um, they're leaving the door open that he can come back. So that I think that's the plan. Carlisle hinted at it today that he's going to be around the facility. He's going to be rehabbing with the Mavericks. The, you know, they're going to take care of the rehab, the surgery, and all that stuff. So... They they really like the kid and they really like him. They just simply needed a body. He did say um, with Collinsworth that they were looking at both of them a couple weeks ago, and when they decided Cleveland, it was Collinsworth or Cleveland. They decided to go with Cleveland first. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, that's kind of he's gonna have surgery. It's not you know they just need a body. If now, if they if everyone else wasn't hurt right now, would they still cut him? I don't know. <laughs> but right now with Seth and Dodo and all these people out, they just they want another body to have in the lineup. So All right, I feel better about it. I feel good I feel good about it. It's not as dirty now. You you've cleaned it up for me. You took a sham wow to it. You cleaned it up, sparkled it. It looks it looks good now. So I like that. The questionable move was the one you just mentioned in uh converting Kyle Consworth to a, a two way deal. I just I don't think that he's an NBA player, the things that he's good at, you have to be like the things that he's good at. You have to be so good at them to have a place in the NBA. To me, he seems like a, a your boy Kyle Anderson. You know what? You know what I called him today at practice. What I called him, he's going to be the guard version of Maxi. Yeah, but that like, doesn't that doesn't work though because the what makes Maxi no, like <laughs> here's here's the thing what what got Maxi playing time or what allowed him to play. I'm not saying Collinsworth's going to be like starting, but I'm saying the concept of he might not do anything like exceptionally well, but he, you know you can rely on him to do like eventually. That's just going to be this whole team. This whole dang team oh. is just going to be guys that can't do anything well, but just don't do anything terrible. It's going to be Collinsworth, Dodo. It's going to be Maxi, Dwight. It's like all these dudes. Yeah, I mean. And we have like twenty three losses, so like, so I think there is a there's a point into that with, you know, we asked Rick today, you know, what what did he like, what do you like about Collinsworth? Kyle Collinsworth was in training camp two years ago, yeah, 
Uh, he's been Pat on the Page. legends a lot, you know, this whole season. So. Yeah, with the past year and a half, he was in that same training camp with Jamil Warney, Keith Hornsby, that ju- that just whole crew that kind of all went to the legends. Um, but to see him get called up, he just has this all around game. He kind of pre- presents what Cleveland does, and they Carlisle first mentioned his defense and just being able to. He's a smart player, and I think they can just they know that they can rely on him and that they can throw him out there, and he can kind of guard and play one through three. So <clears throat> I don't know if he'll stick. You know, he was pretty – he talked to the media today. He fa- he got the call to that he was coming up past, <laughs> after midnight. He got wow. the call, said he was watching Netflix, <laughs> and Brad straight up asked him, what were you, what were you <clears throat> watching? And he goes – Did he um, say Full House? Didn't He didn't say Fuller House. <laughs> no. He was Fuller House like, season three know. on Netflix now. I was just like searching around like on Netflix. Whatever. He was watching Fuller House. <laughs> Those Mormons and their uh, Disney but Channel no, yeah. shows. So he gets the call after midnight from Coach Mack of the Legends and says, yeah. hey, you're getting called out, blah, blah, blah. Has to show up the next morning, you know, yesterday morning uh, for the Mavericks, does a light breakfast, tries to get caught up, all this stuff. But what's cool is they run a lot of the same similar systems. Yeah. And that's, you know, We've talked. We've just bragged on this a ton about how connected the legends and the Mavericks are. But he said, you know, I think Earl asked him, "Do, do they have any plans for how they're going to use you?" Different stuff. He's like, "Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. I don't know how long. I just, I just got the call. You know, past midnight. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna do my thing. It's basketball. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like." I did I something I asked him I said what where have you improved since we saw you in training camp you know a year and a half ago where where have you improved as a player to now and he says it's three point shooting so and that was that was that was a knock on him you Huge, know that training yeah. camp is as a guard as a combo guard like if you can't shoot a three I mean you got problems so we'll see I mean he could get some minutes I mean I could totally see him getting what Cleveland got so Oh yeah, and he's he's gonna get minutes, like you said. They just need a body at this point. Yeah, and, and the maxi stuff. What I'm just saying is like he's not gonna be you know a high flyer. He's not gonna. He's just gonna go out there. He's gonna do his job. They're gonna they can rely on him to just play solid minutes, and he's gonna get some steals. He's gonna get a few boards, and he might score four points, something like that, and pretty much hold the fort down. But. I wish the best for him. He's a he's an awesome dude. Has he started up like a diet t- dietitian type website with his wife? You know, he's from BYU, so just the BYU following. It's insane. But Jimmer, Jimmer, but no, Jimmer cool. tweeted him today. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, he he tweeted him. He quote tweeted his tweet today. Um, Collinsworth also he's like a triple double type guy. He's a guy that'll get you like a bunch of. He you know, set like assists. the NCAA record for for triple doubles in college. Right. So like a lot of people call him Mister Triple Double, and uh, so it, that's obviously that was in college. And uh, but no, he is that type of dude that he put up insane numbers at BYU. So yeah, it's cool to. We're rooting for him. I mean, I yeah, wish him no, the best. I, I am. I'm rooting for him. I, I don't know if I see it from like us. If I was like looking at it with my scout goggles on, like I don't know if I, I yeah. see it in that sense. But as a dude, yeah, definitely. He uh, for the legends, he played 18 games, started all 18 of them. So that's that's at least a good sign, you know. Coach Max not throwing out, you know, just guys that don't deserve to start out there. So 
Started all 18 games, averaged 11 and a half points, uh, five, oh, no, 8.8 and a half boards and 4.8 assists uh, and one and a half steals. And then uh, he shot just about two, just under two threes a game and was shooting uh, just under 40%. So he has he has improved in that area. However, free throws he's taking just under three a game, and he's shooting fifty six percent from the free, from the free throw line. So mm. that's a it's a, like a good sign from three and a terrible sign from the free throw line. But we've also seen you know Dennis scr- struggle from the free throw line. So yeah, and he's put up um, he's put up in his past four out of five games he's put up a double double. So he's just kind of a scrappy guy. Uh, he does play defense really well. So. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what he what he's got. We'll see if uh, he should get some minutes, especially with Cleveland out, and um, possibly if Dennis doesn't play. What do you think about this whole two way situation? Where it seems like, like that Collinsworth quote that you just told me, where he, you say, "What's you know, what's going to be your role here?" And he goes, "Well, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know if the NBA intended for these two way contracts to be so fluid." I, I yeah. to me it looked like it, the idea was that you get a guy and you can develop him that 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 back and forth between the G League and the NBA where you get these two way guys like like what they're doing with Motley right now he's in the you know he's in the G League he gets to play down there then he comes up he at least spends some time with the club goes back and forth you get a lot of that time and you also have him under club control but it looks like the Mavericks are doing that with one of their spots, but the other one they're keeping it like wide open and it's just becoming like this extended 10-day thing. And in, in that in I think that the NBA was de- did design it for what you were saying from a team perspective, you know, they're looking at it. You know, we, you look at it back last year when when the Mavericks needed a point guard, you had to use an actual roster spot, you know, to use these 10 guys to flow in these Jonathan Gibson, Pierre Jackson, you know, Yogi Yogi. try to find these, you know, guys in here. Jaleel Cousins. Yeah. Find one to stick. Uh, But the two way guys, and this is what people, you know, we forget sometimes they don't count as part of the roster. Like they're an extra two guys on the roster, 16 and 17. They are part of the roster, but you know, it doesn't, you don't have to like cut somebody to do it. So you kind of have this, now, there's a financial thing to it because, you know, when you waive the player, you still got to pay him a certain amount of money. Um, but for the, for if you're the Dallas, if you're Mavericks, you're just like, I'll pay the money if we can just keep on treating it like an extended 10 day. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that's what, that's what we're going to see. That's why it would have been really more intriguing. This conversation would be brought to light more if Cleveland didn't get hurt. But since he is yeah. having surgery, you know, it is like there's a reason behind it. Um, so to yeah. me, to me, I wonder if, if he hadn't gotten hurt, would we even be talking about this at all? Would they have made a move? Like, would they have made this move? Probably not. Right. They would have kept, they would try, they would have kept Cleveland, you know, Collinsworth still would have been in the G league. And then the third move, the move that we thought could have happened was a uh, Jeff with just getting axed just, just straight up. Yeah. I mean, he had a non-guaranteed contract and so he's off. They just straight up waved him. Uh, so that and Carlos money. said, you know, Carlos said, you know, it's point blank, point blank, two things with Jeff Withy. <clears throat> he just simply didn't get minutes. He's like, he you couldn't know, just, just at the, at that spot on the roster. He just, he said, you know, we just didn't have minutes for him. And it's, you know, basketball insiders have it on their, their site that, you know, January 10th was his guaranteed date. He was due 1.5 million. Right. And, and Carlos hinted at that today. He said it was kind of a financial decision. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, just cutting bait with that and saying, 
you know, pretty much why I paid Jeff Withy, you know, 1.5 million uh, after January 10th if he's not going to get a single minute. And so you understand that. Opening up the roster spot just gives him more flexibility. I think with him saying it was financial and stuff, I think that takes away the, oh, there's something brewing, like a potential, like, um, move, but it just gives them that, that don't possibility. Don't do that. Don't, don't take the wind out of my sails, Isaac. That was going to be my transition <laughs> into the next segment we're going to do. I mean, I, I hope, I mean, I, I hope gonna... for sure. I mean, that, but, but no, I, something intriguing that I'm, it's funny because Carlisle actually said it today during his press conference. So I can actually say it since he did say it uh, to us reporters, <laughs> but, but um, I could say so, it since he said it. So, so I'll well, say I asked it. Dennis. I asked Dennis. Oh, well, I asked. I asked him about Dennis playing on Wednesday night against the Pistons, and he and he goes, "Well, what's past questionable, but I don't want to say probable." Or no, he <laughs> said, "What's past questionable?" And then Earl's like, "Probable." He's like, "I don't want to say that." He goes, "Optimistically questionable." <laughs> I think that's what he said. Like, and it was just like, what? Um, you just but, named no, the podcast. But here's, but here's the key, though. Dennis had another like big time workout, but he wouldn't let the media in to see it. So we were all waiting outside because he's in a walker. That's why the media availability practice ends normally. When practice, as soon as it ends, they break the huddle. They all go out, go out to different goals, do their deal, little drills, shooting drills, free throws, whatever. Then the media comes in and we wait for coach to come over and talk to us and stuff. Well, the practice breaks and stuff. Dennis goes to do his workout and he says, no media, no media. Wait until it's all over. He didn't want the media to see Dennis working out. And Wait, wait <coughs> Carlisle said this or Dennis said Carla. Okay. Carla. So um, it was something that was made aware to us at the time. But I was like, okay, can't report it, you know, whatever. It's kind of weird, you know. It's like, why would he not? And then yeah, we've we, had conversations about that. There's like s- certain things that happen. You're like, can I report this or should I report yeah. this? Or like, and it's, it's just, just like something small. But then we get into, you know, he's talking to us and he said, you know, after I asked him about Dennis and he's like, well, he went through a good workout yesterday, went through a really good workout today, but I didn't want y'all to see it. And so I apologize for keeping y'all so long. <laughs> and uh, that was a first. I was going to say, apologize Rick to just apologized to the media. Holy cow. Um, so he only anyway. usually does that when he like gets at somebody really bad at a press. Really embarrasses them. Really, really bad, embarrasses yeah. them. You can tell. You can see it on their face. He goes, "Man, yeah, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I have a th- yeah, I, mean, I have a theory about this whole situation you just said. Throw it. Dennis is planning his dunks for the dunk contest. <laughs> there it is. That's no, how. But, he, well, that's how he's coming back. He comes back better than ever. Well, I think they do. I mean, we've seen it with the Nerland situation, the hot dark thing. They care what does get out. They care. Um, Apparently not ketchup just, and mustard, just relish. <laughs> but just, I think there were some videos the other night pregame that was way before shoot, like way before like the doors open. Dennis was doing, I guess, some work on the court. I didn't see it. I was somewhere else and he was doing some like crazy, like attempting some crazy dunks. And that was the game he didn't play in. <laughs> so a lot of people were like, how can he attempt these and not be playing? <laughs> and so I think, I think it's, that's what I, th- I take it as, you know, if he's going through these crazy workouts and stuff and looking really good, he knows we're going to be in there taping it saying, man, look how d- good Dennis looks. And then he like, doesn't play or something. And everybody's Everybody like, what the heck? Like, so 
to the people that know. say how how can he attempt those dunks not play it goes back to the steve nash thing when he ended his career basically like i can steve nash when he ended his career he said you know i could play if if this was like the nfl where we played once a week i could do that i could keep playing you know i could play an nba level i could do that once a week but i can't do it like these four games a week these eight this 82 games like there's a difference between do like dunking a couple times and then playing like an entire game it's just a completely different grind you know playing like 35 yeah. minutes of nba basketball because that's what i would yeah. say to them so I'm going to completely ignore what you said earlier about not making a move and ask you, Isaac, now with Jeff Whitty gone, there's a roster spot open. Do you think that opens it up for the Mavericks to make a trade? And I heard you have some trades. I think, it, I mean, it, it gives a lot of flexibility. It gives a lot of flexibility what you can do going towards the deadline. Because that and takes it off the cap too. So now the Mavericks have like $12 million. Yeah, they they have you know they're setting on their cap, they have their their pieces. It's really intriguing just what all Dallas Dallas has a ton of flexibility what they could do. I mean they could they could chase a big name like they're so bad that their draft picks is really you know really valuable. Um, They just have pieces that could you know we don't have that like a stash like Boston or we don't have a Jalen Brown or something that we might, you know, something like that, that would be really attractive, but we could, we could get in on most probably players available at the deadline. If, if we really, really wanted to. Um, but anyway, yeah. So pretty much for me, there's four, there's four Mavericks that could, that I think will be mentioned the most, um, outside of Josh McRoberts. He's an obvious, <laughs> will be all about trade talks. Um, but that's, Nerlens Noel, Salah Mejri, Devin Harris, Wesley Matthews. And I'm going to throw at you one trade. So I wrote a piece recently and it was I just said one trade for one of each of these guys. Okay. And even though there could be a lot of different ones, I just did one that I think that would make sense for both sides. First one, Wesley Matthews. He's going to be the hardest one. We probably both agree that he's probably not going to be traded, you know, before the deadline, but could Wesley Matthews to the Charlotte Hornets. I tried to do a Hornets trade today. Couldn't think of one. Wesley Matthews, Devin Harris, and a future second-round pick to Michael for Michael Kidd-Gilchrist and Jeremy Lamb. So here's the deal. Kidd-Gilchrist, so if you look at it from Charlotte's perspective, they're pretty much in win-now mode. They want to win. It's yeah. not working. You know they got to shake something up. Kid Gilchrist is still due thirteen million um, this season, or no, next season has a player option for thirteen the season after that. So you're pretty much looking at paying Kid Gilchrist thirteen million over the next three years, counting this year. Taking on the contract of Jeremy Lamb, be Jeremy Lamb's sim- been really really good for them this year. He he started most of their games at two. I don't know. I don't even know if they would do this, but yeah. Well, he wait. Here's the deal. He would. He would be making seven million this year. He makes seven million next year too. So in this deal, you get an expiring Devin Harris that could probably give you three fourths of what Devin or Jeremy Lamb's giving you. Yeah, probably not all, but some, some. And then you replace Kid Gilchrist with Wesley Matthews, and I think that's an upgrade. To be, I honest. think so too. Oh yeah. And so they get outside shooting. Um, you know, Kid Gilchrist has, <laughs> has yet to attempt a three pointer this season. Yes, I do know that. And he's he, a career twenty percent three-point shooter so i would anyway, say his jump shot is about 20 percent of an actual jump shot it's like he oh, it, almost gets there but just not even close it's so broke so 
So anyway, that's Charlotte's perspective. But if you look at it from Dallas' perspective, I'm not saying I've do any any of these. I'm, that's why I'm asking you. You would be taking the chance, obviously, on the former second overall pick from two years ago and Michael K. Gilchrist pairing him up against. It was like it was in two, 2015, no. I think. He was in Anthony Davis's draft. Was that 2015 or 14? 14. I think so. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll check it. One of those. I mean, he's only been in the league two or three years. But anyway, he's st- he's 24 years old. 2012, man. Oh. He was, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was in Anthony Davis' draft. Well, he's 24, so that's what. Okay. He's still under 25. but uh, He's younger than Harrison. So former t- second overall pick, 24 years old. Younger than Harrison, younger a- than Maxi, younger than Yogi. Has a lot to do with how you would view that. Uh, and you get Jeremy Lamb also. So kind of getting away from the Wesley Matthews contract, you know, to take a chance on a Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, moving forward. So you'd obviously take up some of your cap because you would be guaranteed to pay Jeremy Lamb and Michael Kidd Gilchrist next summer. Um, but I don't know. Would you do it if you're Dallas? I don't think so. I, it's, it's no. Especially – Knowing this front office, they're they're not going to do that because of West. They just love West so much. Oh yeah, oh no, no, yeah. I'm asking, would you do it? No, I don't think there's enough upside with. I like Lamb, but he he doesn't bring you anything that we don't have now with like Seth. You know what does he do that's yeah. different than Seth? I he's younger than him, I believe. Uh, I'd have to even look that up just to be just to be sure. But then and then kill 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 your kid Gilchrist and Dodo are like. Kind of this like like Kid Gilchrist is a better dodo in most areas except for his jumper. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one area say, that with Dorian we're like, oh, he's got to get a better jumper. I don't think I would do it either. Um, it's just when you look across the league for a Wesley Matthews trade, you get, it gets really limited. It's tough you know, because you got to find a team that's that maybe wants to get off another salary, but wants to compete now. And I know Steve Kyler of Basketball Insiders, he put some stuff up over the past day or so saying that he he's heard that Charlotte wants to really get off Batum or Kid Gilchrist's contract. Their cap sheet and, is is a dumpster oh, fire. It is so and, bad. And so I posted I posted a poll on Twitter today. I said, Would you would you take on Nick Batum's contract with a first round pick attached? Oh yeah. Yeah, Nick Batum's well, some, still pretty good. Well, it's just like you see a lot of Charlotte people and like his stats this year and there's horrible. Yeah. And he's due like 77 million over the next three years. Jeez. Like that's wild. So, uh, but anyway, I got, I don't think I, I got a West Matthews trade for you. Throw it at me. Okay. Three teamer. Okay. Get your cows ready. All right. The Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks receive Luol Deng and Brandon okay. Ingram. They take okay. on they take on Luol Deng. They get Brandon Ingram. Yeah, the Thunder are they're they're wanting to get off Paul George. They got to switch some stuff up. They got to do some other things. They're you know they're going to lose him. He looks like he's definitely going to go. He has gone to the front office and said, "I am leaving after this year." He's like he's yeah. he's like I'm doing it again. Two years in a row, I'm going to the front office saying I am leaving. They get Wesley Matthews and. Maybe Salah Mejri. They could get him. They could get Salah, or they could leave Salah. Either way. Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers, they say, we can get Paul George now. We can get him. We can get him. You know, hanging out with these guys, seeing you know all this Kobe stuff. He can 
he can get in right now. That way he can get a jump start on his, you know, his career in LA. So Paul George to the Lakers, Lou Aldang and Ingram to the Mavericks, and then Wes Matthews to the Thunder. Because basically Paul George, like what do you do with Brandon Ingram and Paul George? Like that <coughs> that just doesn't really work to me in my mind. Then the Thunder yeah. get Wes Matthews, who's an outside shooter, defender. You know, that fits a lot better with Westbrook, I think. I think that would, I mean, what this, Wes Matthews is what they wanted Oladipo to be. Yeah, my only thing with it, I really love the framework. My only thing with it is if I'm OKC, I would just probably do it straight up. Like, why, like, oh, why would we do that? Like, if I'm OKC, I would take on Dang to get Ingram. Uh, I don't think they can. I, I, mean, I don't think, I think they can do that with their cap. They're they're like, they're like thirty three million over the cap. What's Ingram make? Like four. Ingram five? makes five, and Dame makes seventeen. And Paul George makes eighteen. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, they would have to put somebody like Kyle Singler or something and with it. I think a Lou Aldang contract in, in Oklahoma City would be way harder than in L.A. or in Dallas because Oklahoma City, you know, they have a ton of they have a ton of money like. Yeah. already signed up they have adams they have a roberson contract they have you know westbrook that's making like freaking 40 million next year i mean they the cap there is way harder to get rid of than it is you know somewhere else like in dallas where they can just take it on because they have all the room but i'm all I, and i'm all with you like if i'm dallas i'm Oof. sitting i am on speed dial with, with la saying hey. just tell me just tell me when you'll put ingram with dang i'll take on that dang contract Magic. I'll Rob Palenka. contract. Rob Palenka. Use that. Use that law degree you got from Michigan University when you were playing with Jalen Rose in the Fab Five. Use it to get that guy over here. I'd love and, to see uh, uh, Ingram and Dennis together, and whatever draft pick oh, they get. Great. That would that'd be, be so. Oh, that'd be so great. Uh, anyway, what if it was Doncic? What if it was Doncic, Dennis, and Ingram? Stop it, Nick. You just made everybody <sighs> in this podcast too excited. All right, go clean your pants, and then Isaac, give me another trade. Everybody at home, um, get your popcorn. Well, a lot of these other ones are just like kind of realistic, so they're kind of smaller. Um, that, that one other, was realistic. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm just like, <laughs> like they're not going to be as sexy as, as and fun to talk about like yours. And, okay, like, all right, throw them at me. Devin Harris, Devin Harris, Devin Harris, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a second round pick to Washington for Jody Meeks, Chris McCullough, and a 2019 first round pick. To, from Washington? From Washington. So listen, last year, Washington traded their first-round pick for Bojan Bogdanovic, and he was 28 years old. Yeah. I know Devin I know Devin is not 28. They are desperate to get some guards, though. But they are desperate to win now. They're, they feel like their roster can compete with the best of them now. So you're switching out Jody Meeks who, you know, plays whatever, and Chris McCullough, who plays nothing at all. So who plays whatever play- in the sense that does he play basketball? I don't know. He plays whatever. <laughs> uh, shot putt. No, but, I mean, he he is guaranteed, like, a two-year deal, so it's only, like, $3 million or something. But you're pretty much paying a 2019 first for Devin Harris and Doran Finney-Smith. I don't like getting rid of Dota, but, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. So then Washington turned around. They have, you know, suddenly – they replaced Tim Frazier and Jody Meeks with Devin Harris, Kelly Oubre Jr., Dodo, uh, Mike Scott off their bench. 
Um, they do get a future second, so it's not like you know they at least get some type of pick back in the deal. This is a conversation for a different day, but when do do the Mavericks have a conversation? Like, do, does Donnie and Mark and Rick Carlisle sit down and say, "I don't know if we can trade or get rid of Dorian because he's Dennis's boy." I know I, it's I know it's a business. Uh, I know it's a business, but this is you know this is a kid that. He needs somebody no, around for real. him. No, no, it, and it's real. I mean, that's and I mean, he Dennis liked Cleveland a lot too, and you know, Cleveland's out. So, um, but Dodo is like, yeah, but know, they weren't like his, hanging out that much. Yeah, yeah, Dodo's like his boy. So, we'll see. Um, if you follow his Instagram story, he likes Motley. He was making fun of Motley on the plane the other day on his Instagram story. Oh yeah, it was, it was hilarious. He, he he tweets at Motley too and stuff. So it'd be cool if we can actually get Motley. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's a conversation we've already had. All right, give me your last one real quick. Last one. um, Actually, second to last one. Salah for Josh Hustis. Interesting. Yeah, I would do that. Blah, blah. But the last one, Nerlens to Cleveland. We've talked about it before. For Chetty Osman and Ante Zizek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Neither one of the guys play more than eight minutes a game. Cleveland's obviously in win-now mode. They could use another body after Tristan. We know the LeBron Nerlens connection. They would open up a roster spot to be buyers in the uh, buyout deadline. Yeah, just trade off. I mean, and if I'm Dallas, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Definitely, the hardcore Cleveland fans would hate that deal, though. Would they though? Yeah, because they those are the only young players they have, and so they look at it and they think that LeBron is gone. But Zizek's not even. He doesn't even see the court. No, like, but at least Ch- I mean Chetty sees it every now and then, but like he's not going to even touch in the playoffs. Like Nerlens sure. would help them in the playoffs. Sure, sure, but they're they're a team like I'm saying they're hardcore fans where they're like looking to the future. You know, they're like, oh, this is a guy that we're going to have for a while. That's my cousin. Don't talk yeah. to my cousin like that. That's good. <laughs> uh, so, all right, give me your last one. No, that was it. That was it. Because oh, I said Salah said- for Josh Eustace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight okay. up. Yeah, I, I would so. do that for sure. Get a flyer on two of those guys. One of them could pan out. The other one doesn't. Go for it. OKC desperately needs a backup center because Patrick Patterson's their backup center and Dakari Johnson on bad days. Yeah. And they. What was that game? Yeah. It was, oh, it was Philly. The Philly game Philly. where uh, Adams fouled out. And you're just like, like the national stage just all of a sudden said, Oh my gosh, Dakari Johnson is the backup center for <laughs> Yeah. For the Thunder. And they didn't even put Dakari in. They just put Patrick no. Patterson in. It was like there's your there's your point right there. They've they started Dakari Johnson. Yeah, when Adams is out like in concussion or something. But Jeez. But yeah, Josh Hughes has been playing like actually decent ball for OKC. And he's a restricted free agent. And I've seen some different stuff on Twitter saying, Hey, some you know, some team might actually pay Hughes a little bit. So I don't know. I think Salah would help them. I'll Definitely. say this. If they don't blow it up, like if they don't trade Paul George, I could see them entertaining it. Yeah, them and the Pelicans are two teams that's like – the Pelicans less less now, but it's coming. The Pelicans the Pelicans blow up season is coming. I'm just ready for are trade teams. rumors to start really hitting. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the first uh, Sham tweet. I'm waiting for the first whoa stuff. Um, the Anthony Davis Boston like stuff that was just like a yeah there's that that a teaser story. you know yeah that was just a it teaser was. but 
oh well, we'll see what happens. Uh, you just hope that Dallas does something. I mean, I really think McRoberts or Nerlens, you know, or Salah, you know, one or three or two of them um, could be gone. I think all three of them have a better chance than Devin or Wes. Because I think there's a small chance, there's a small percentage that Dallas setbacks in. I mean, like, we don't have to do a ton because let's just ride this stuff out and, you know, right. you're pretty much going to lose. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but so. we'll see. Detroit tomorrow night or tonight. Tonight. Should be a good one. Dennis possibly could play. Get to see Tobias Harris. Whoa, whoa. Harrison Barnes. <laughs> get get your Spider memes, Spider Man memes out. Uh, well, let's let's do a contest. Who can find the first one on Twitter? And we All tweet right. at each other. Let's do it. We'll tweet at each other. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Mavericks. And remember that we are playing draft tonight. Use the promo code LOMAVS. You can follow me at Nick Van Exit on Twitter. You can follow Isaac at Isaac Harris NBA. Boom. I think Dennis can play tonight.